We all come into this world with different talents. Some of us are natively good at public speaking, some could spend hours doing pottery, while others make an amazing bowl of pasta in just a couple of minutes. But this next story I'm going to tell you is about a guy who was born with a little something extra that ended up making him famous all over the world. His name was Francesco Lentini, or Frank Lentini, Le-N-T-E-N-E for short. Born in Italy in 1889 to a couple of farmers, he was the fifth of 12 children. Nothing special so far, I know. But here's the kicker. He was born with three legs. Apparently, the midwife who delivered him was so freaked out by his extra appendage that she ran out of the room screaming. And when Frank's mother unwrapped him from his swaddling clothes and saw the extra leg, she wasn't particularly happy either. Instead of embracing their unique child, Frank's parents were initially ashamed and left him in the care of a relative. But Frank didn't let his extra leg hold him back. Eventually, his parents came to accept their son's features. His mother made custom pants for him and had special shoes made by a skillful shoemaker. He learned to sleep and sit with his third leg propped up on a nearby trunk. He even tied it to his other leg, when the boy grew tall enough that it no longer reached the ground. Word about Frank's unusual condition spread, and he was exhibited in many cities, including London in 1897. He even made his way to the United States and began performing in the Ringling Brothers Circus, kicking footballs into the crowd. In 1906, he made his debut with the Barnum Circus at Madison Square Garden in New York City. He went on touring the US and Europe multiple times. Frank eventually found a life partner to settle down with. Her name was Teresa Murray, and they tied the knot in 1907. Their family then grew with the help of their four children. His descendants still live today. Frank lived a full life and even continued to tour until his passing at age 77 while on tour in Jackson, Tennessee. Each time he was asked about his unique feature, Frank would share a hilarious response. My mother did not give birth to two children, more than one, but not two. Gotta love that sense of humor. An equally impressive individual was a man named Charles Stratton. If that doesn't sound familiar, maybe his stage name will be Tom Thumb. But I'm not talking about the folklore character or nursery rhyme. I'm talking about the real-life Tom Thumb who captured the hearts of people worldwide in the 19th century. Legend has it that P.T. Barnum, the famous showman, first heard about the extraordinary local boy from Bridgeport, Connecticut, and was eager to meet him. Tom Thumb's parents saw an opportunity and agreed to let their son perform for $1.3 per week. The four-year-old wowed audiences at Barnum's American Museum located in New York and quickly became a worldwide sensation. Barnum knew how to market Tom Thumb to the public, and soon the young performer found himself entertaining the likes of Queen Victoria and even American high officials. But Tom Thumb didn't stop there. He traveled around Europe for three years, and wherever he arrived, he was surrounded by adoring crowds. Women lined the streets for a chance to get a smooch from him. Barnum was always thinking of new ways to keep Tom Thumb in the public eye, and in February 1863, he got Tom Thumb to marry one of his other performers, Lavinia Warren, who was also of small stature. The wedding was a huge event, even featuring on the front page of the New York Times. Some people thought it was all just a publicity stunt, but Tom Thumb had the perfect response. It is true we are little, but we are perfect in our littleness. Tom Thumb may have been small in stature, but had a huge impact on the world. How about this P.T. Barnum fellow? Who was he? And why was he connected to all these amazing performers? Well, you might be surprised to find out he was a very active showman and entrepreneur. He had to provide for his mother, 
and five siblings from a very early age. So he tried a lot of different jobs before settling down into show business. He was known for his traveling shows, museums, and world-famous circus. Barnum was also really good at advertising his shows to the public. He was also able to find attractions from all over the world to satisfy the public's eagerness for the exciting and the scandalous. One of his biggest successes was the purchase of Scudder's American Museum, which he transformed into Barnum's American Museum. This place was seriously epic, with everything from giants, well, actually really tall people, to a working replica of Niagara Falls. And let's not forget about the famous Fiji mermaid, which turned out to be a fake mermaid, but alas. Barnum's real claim to fame came when he started working with Tom Thumb, though. His next big project was the Great Roman Hippodrome, an entire square in New York City that housed his epic collection of animals and attractions. He thought he owned the greatest show on Earth, but then a rival circus came along and threatened his success. Did Barnum back down? No way. He entered into merger negotiations with the competitors and put the two ventures together. To this day, not everyone is happy with Barnum's endeavors. But you have to admit, this man was, well, at least interesting, right? The list of unique performances continues with a man named Isaac W. Sprague, or the original Thin Man. He was also one of the most entertaining performers of his time. Isaac was born in 1841 in East Bridgewater, Massachusetts. And while he started out as a normal kid, things took a wild turn when he was 12. After going for a swim and feeling unwell, Isaac began to lose weight rapidly and continued to do so throughout his life, despite having a healthy appetite. Historians believe there might have been a diagnosis for this condition, but medicine wasn't as advanced back then. Nevertheless, Isaac didn't let his low weight get him down. He tried his hand at various jobs like being a cobbler and a grocer, but unfortunately his condition made it difficult to continue down those career paths. Eventually he found his true calling as a sideshow performer and became known as the Living Skeleton or the original Thin Man. In 1865, Isaac was offered a job at a circus sideshow and the rest is history. P.T. Barnum hired him to work at his American Museum the following year, paying him a whopping $1.80 a week for his services. It may not sound like a lot, but for the 1800s, it was quite the salary. And let me tell you, Isaac was a hit. But Isaac's life wasn't all glitz and glam. He wasn't particularly talented at managing his fortunes, so he often faced financial struggles, which made it hard for him to escape the sideshow lifestyle. Despite these challenges, he found love and happiness with his wife and their three sons. Isaac's condition required him to constantly take in nutrients, and he even carried milk in a flask around his neck, which he sipped from all the time. But unfortunately, his poor health caught up with him, and he passed away at the age of 45. Shortly before that, he was measured to be 5 feet and 6 inches tall and weighing just 43 pounds. That's roughly as heavy as a standard office chair. It may sound like a short life by today's standards, but given his unusual condition, some specialists say Isaac actually lived a long and fulfilling life. Luckily, whatever his condition may have been, it didn't pass on to his offspring as they went on to have normal lives. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.